The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. All right, welcome back to another episode of Beautiful Disasters. Fucking right. Woo! Hell yes. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> this we... is the last episode before GalaxyCon. We are releasing a few days before. I hope you get to hear it and enjoy it. And then come see our asses. <laughs> and then come see our asses. Not literally their asses, but come see them. The whole part of us, yes, yes. But it's a three-hour panel. Our asses might There might be a time, yeah. I mean, it's explicit, you know, whatever. It's fine. (laughs) But I don't know what you're planning on doing on stage. Shit, I'm just going to talk about movies. Who knows, man? It's a long long panel, man. (laughs) You know those Germans A lot of alcohol. (laughs) A lot of alcohol. German porn is put on a different level for a reason, so, you know. Oh, does that mean somebody's getting shitted on the chest? (laughs) No, just in a cup. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, let's get this going. Uh, I am the Groots. F.U. Hunter. And our special guest today is no other than Lowdown Brown MacGyver. What is going on, everyone? Oh, boy. Tell tell me why I was picked for this uh, particular episode. Well, there's a couple reasons. (laughs) First of all, this episode has significance because it was the best recommendation we got at last year's GalaxyCon panel we had. We asked the audience for suggestions on movies to cover on the podcast, and Sugar Hill, the old black exploitation voodoo zombie flick, was one of the suggestions. Oh, dude, your your eyes lit up. We were taking suggestions yeah. and everything, and when that person suggested Sugar Hill, you're like, oh, I, you're like, I know that movie, and yeah, I was like, yeah, exactly. we'll be doing that movie sometime. Exactly, um, but. It's also February. It is Black History Month, and this is a black exploitation movie. <laughs> I didn't realize we were going to tie this to Black History Month. All right, oh, yeah, that, this that is his, that was his pitch to me. This is significant <laughs> black cinema history. I mean, it's not good black cinema, but it's awesome. At no time while we were watching this, I went, "That's right, we're watching this during Black History Month." Holy shit! <laughs> Well, and I'm not going to say that's why Lowdown is here, but it's kind of why Lowdown's here. Because... Yeah, I, it was hilarious. I, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like, it was fun, you know? It actually wasn't a disaster like last time I was on. Again, fuck you for that, Groots. Oh, well... Fuck you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about trucks. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Fucking horrible. There will never be enough apologies for that movie. <laughs> I just didn't want this panel to be all honkies, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I did feel a little... Woods, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I felt Woods. a little more comfortable watching this with uh, Low Down. Just because I was like, I'm well... I'm glad I can help you yeah. uh, not feel so racist. It's fine. That's right. <laughs> For anybody that knows what we do, we do cheesy, trashy movies. Some are great. Some aren't so great. <laughs> some are trucks. And this... <laughs> That's a new level, right? Yeah. Trucks is a new level. <laughs> it kind of is. It's the, it's the basement bottom. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And we watched it unmarked VHS, and we're still like, trucks is the fucking worst, all right? That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this particular movie exists in the black exploitation genre, which is, in this day and age, problematic at best. It was in the <laughs> mid-70s. Uh, the misogyny is hardcore. The oh, racism man. is God. all over the place. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're just putting that out there. But, yeah, we watched... <laughs> for a PG movie, by the way. For a PG. Right? Yeah. Like, God. Because I was like, they, they kind of 
calm down with the kills and there's frankly no titties in this but man they're throwing a few words out left and right for it again a pg a family approved feature yes apparently in the 70s uh it took titties to make it like r uh if, if no titties then everything else is just fair game apparently. well well there are exceptions to that rule because uh, THX 1138 mm. was PG, and, right. and there were titties in that. Uh, there's, there's a few other uh, I feel like Groots are our, our, our local Mr. Skin here. Yeah, I think there was another one with titties that was PG, though. But, they, you know, they, mm. they weren't, like, it wasn't super sexualized. You know, like, there wasn't hardcore. There wasn't Pam Greer, Foxy Brown level of mm, sexploitation I going wish. on. The last movie we did, <laughs> Kingdom of the Spiders. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was titties in there. Wasn't that PG? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there was like the one titty. It was, it was very brief. I mean, she was just coming out of the shower or something like that. But now, there, was, there was titties showing. I'll be the first to say that I have no problem with titties. Oh, they're amazing. I, I think. Uh, I think as <laughs> as this has already gone way off the rails. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm a modern man, and I, <laughs> and I enjoy it. I believe in equality, and I think if a fat dude that has titties. <laughs> Can can be shirtless with his chest bearded titties and not get arrested versus a woman taking her shirt off. You know, I'm just saying. There you go. This is this turned. It was almost like a, a politician speech right there. Like, look, titties for all. All right, I represent and I want titties everywhere. Like don't, you were very stern in your move. Don't shame the titties. Free the titties. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now back to the Black History Month movie we were watching, <laughs> which did have a fair amount of. Finally, for the main character, we got some amazing side titty. That is true. They were either super perked up with badass cleavage, and then we had that one, I don't know, every outfit was super 70s, but that one shot when she was doing the photography session where it was just like, oh, Oh, mama. (laughs) So, Marky Bay is the actress who plays the title character, Sugar Hill. Okay. And she is goddamn gorgeous. Yes. I'll just say it. I mean... Has she been in anything else? Or? Uh, I will watch anything I can find her in. <laughs> You're like, she point. will be in my collection. Oh, yes, she will. Now, to be fair, uh, when they first show her what she's wearing, at first I was like, I mean, she's pretty, but I think later on I figured out, if, I feel like they figured out her costuming a little bit better, yeah. what works with her, because that initial shot at the bar at the beginning, I was like, eh. That's not really working, well, but down the road. Well, like, she's with the guy. She has the tries hard, you know. Like the fuck you don't. <laughs> the fuck, like no, dude needs to keep his game on, and woman needs to keep her game on. It doesn't die in a relationship. You both need to keep that shit up, up to up to par, man. Even it's been an easy night, though. I mean, you know, yes. even that first outfit was still hot. No, it was. I'm just saying, as compared to later on. When she gets Ooh. into revenge mode, Ooh. it's, uh, yeah. Woo. When she's uh, seducing the one guy to, to anyway, we'll get yeah, into that. We'll get into that, yeah. Sugar Hill, 1974. This is a Samuel Z. Arkoff produced American International Pictures schlock movie. I fucking love it. That dude did Blackula. Oh, yes. I, shit. I was oh. a teenage werewolf, and the thing with two heads, like, he's got some serious... You just serious have to say Blackula, that right B, there. He's got B-movie cred for days. Yes. So, his name showed up in the beginning, and I was like, whoa, okay. Did you say I was a teenage werewolf? Yeah. With Michael Landon? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, he did all kinds of stuff. I love that movie. I mean... A lot. AIP movie. was basically, like, next to Roger Corman's, like, Crown International. You that know? was PG, actually. There you go. Was teenage werewolf. Yeah. PG. So, 
Yeah. Cool. I, I didn't know that. That's so yeah, he, he produced no it, and this was right around the era that Black Exploitation was blowing the fuck up. Like, oh, Pam, yeah. Pam Greer was all over the damn place. Mm-hmm. You know, 1971, 72, 73, and uh, obviously this was perfect time to get in on it but what sets this one apart is this is more of a horror flick voodoo based and i believe it's my own personal belief that the previous year first roger moore james bond movie came out live and let die yep which had a big voodoo bend to it uh with a baron samedi in there and all kinds of stuff like that and i think this was just one of those movies that kind of rode those coattails a little bit yeah, and like so. Speaking of the, of the voodoo, have we really? I feel like there wasn't a lot of voodoo movies out prior to that. I mean, the first. So my first, uh, in, you know, introduction into that type of was White Bell Lugosi and White Zombie. Yeah, old, old school. Yeah, old school. So I feel like there was a there was a giant gap where that wasn't so much used, especially in the horror aspect. And you, and and it, it kind of it's kind of like a waste because that shit's fucking scary. Oh, it is. It is fucking dark, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, we talking about snakes? We talking about uh, rising from the dead? Hexes, fucking. The first time my introduction was "Live and Let Die," okay, with the side plots and that, and it was creepy as hell. And I was a kid watching that, like, because I love James Bond movies, and I was like, "What in the hell is this?" Funny shit? enough, mm-hmm. probably my first introduction to anything voodoo, Child's Play. Okay, when he takes a dude, yeah, and he breaks his legs. I was like. Oh shit! And I was like, nice. "This voodoo shit's fucked up." That, that, that was probably my second, yeah. third, in, yeah, you know, right? Yeah, he already takes the guy's leg and on the voodoo doll, just breaks it. And well, you I see mean, the dude's leg just go like the, that from the beginning. I mean, there's voodoo. He just puts his soul into a fucking doll. Yeah. In I the first ten minutes, right? Yeah. But but that was where that voodoo doll shit. I was like, yeah. "Oh, don't fuck with voodoo dolls." Serpent in the rainbow. Yep, that's all I gotta say. And I feel for how like yes, cheesy this movie was. It still. I feel like it did a good job with the voodoo. It did. It you actually know? incorporated a lot of the different elements. It had the, the chicken leg. It had the voodoo doll. It had, like, all kinds. Of, it had the zombies, like, Baron Samedi. Like, it hit all the Fucking notes. Baron. Yeah, the My Baron. man. Yeah, the, oh, man. He, he is so fucking good in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he is awesome. All right. So let's get into it. All right. All right. So we get introduced to Sugar Hill. And she's got her man. Her man owns this uh, nightclub called Club Haiti, mm-hmm. somewhere in Louisiana. We're assuming. It still, it still was never named, actually. It was never named, but they did talk about parishes, and I, I know Louisiana, instead of counties, they have parishes. I'm assuming. And then we had the sequence at the port, and I'm, I want to say it's like Port of New Orleans. I don't know. But it seems somewhere in that area. Yeah, I feel like they're just like, don't worry about it. It's not it's a huge fine. deal. It yeah. definitely takes place in America, Yeah, yeah. but you know, it's somewhere down there. In the bayou, swampy areas. So she's at the club with uh, her boyfriend Langston. Langston, <laughs> random ass name. Sugar. And he and and he's a he's a he's, he's a black fella, but that is probably one of the whitest names. <laughs> was, by the way, he's, that was so fucking white. He's a, he's a black fella. He's a black fella. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't gonna say anything. You know, but I, look, look at me. And, I was like, I should say anything, but fuck it. I I was about to say he's a brother, but I figured that would have gone worse. As long as we have loadout sign off on everything we say, yeah, we're fine. So. Oh, oh, Jesus this is Christ. hilarious. Oh, oh yeah, no. Thank you, John. But this but anyway. Langston, yes. Langston. The black guy. Uh, he's he owns a club, and um, these, 
I guess, gangsters of some yeah. sort come up, and they're like uh, trying to tell him that they want to. They're gonna buy the club, and yeah. there's nothing he can do about it. And he's like, fuck off. This is my shit. I ain't here, selling. Fuck you guys. I'm going to hang out with my woman. Fuck off. And then five minutes later, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go out the back of the club in the most dark, dim, lit area possible. Should be fine. You know, I just told these gangsters yeah. to fuck off. Yep. Then randomly pop up guys with stockings on their heads wearing the exact same outfits of the guys you just talked to five minutes earlier because why are you wearing stockings on your fucking heads, man? Come on, guys. <laughs> and There's no mystery there who they are, right? And one of them was, come on, man, he was wearing like a white with blue floral design bodysuits. Yeah, yeah, they're all wearing very loud clothing very loud. when they talk to him in the club. So the stockings don't really fucking matter at no. all. You don't need to do Especially his. It was so loud. And if there was any question, after they're done beating the shit out of Langston, right? Car pulls up, and there's head Mr. M, who's not wearing anything at all. He's like, that's right. We made him pay. He's garbage. You're like, so that dude didn't even put anything on his fucking face. No. What, what is wrong with you guys? He gave no fucks. He gave yeah, no fucks. He gave no fucks. They beat him to death. Yeah. They kick him for like two minutes after he's down. Yeah. Well, kind of, they kick him, but then they look like they're brushing their shoes off on him. Like, they weren't really... They're cleaning it off the dirt. I guess, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Cleaning they spent too the much money on, garbage. on yeah. ridiculous zombie makeup in the movie. They they uh, they didn't have the budget for, like, a stuntman that was going to get kicked a lot. Yeah. We're going to get into that, but that is actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. It was actually the zombie makeup. I thought that was fucking done really well. It was it was really well done. It was unique. Yeah, yeah. Which is what I like. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so, he'd be dead, and then, uh... <laughs> Oh, girly, you know, knows who did it. Yeah. Well, no, at first she doesn't. And, and for some reason, at the beginning she was talking about, wait, she's like, I, I'm going to find out who killed my my man and stuff like that. Yeah. Or maybe she was playing it out because she was, all right, she was talking to the uh, her friend, yeah. officer, yeah. ex-boyfriend, Afro officer, so. Yeah. yeah. She already had, I feel like she already knew what she was going to do, so she couldn't like. That's true. Yeah, I, did, I forgot about that. She yeah. was just like, I don't know who it is, this mystery people, but she knows. So she's no, going to go visit Mama... Anybody write down her Mama's name? Oh, Mama... Uh, 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 Mama, Mama Voodoo Priestess? Mama Voodoo Priestess. <laughs> yeah. Mama Priestess. Mama Don King Hair, comb down. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the fro... I got to say, the fro's in this were, were great. Yeah. Fabulous. They were, yeah. they were awesome. They just look fucking hot, dude. Like, holy shit. Man, I couldn't keep that shit on me, dude. Like, my hair gets a little too long. Like, I need it back to this level that I got right most, now. I can't, most of the actors know. in this are full suits on, which obviously it looks like it's in the middle of the summer and it is hot as fuck. And so most of the time you're a little distracted because every actor's talking. You can just see the sweat building up on you. You're like, fucking take a coat off, guys. Like All right, running down there. Yeah. There's a couple times where I saw it drip off the chin on a side view. I'm like, really? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I know you, you're rocking a pretty awesome beard right now, Lowdown. Thank you. But if you're going to be spending some time down in Louisiana, that shit come off. Actually, beard uh, helps cool. Does it? Believe it or not. Yeah. No I, had, I had a beard last summer, and it was uh, not as long, but it does actually help cool. No kidding. Yeah. Crazy. Science. Right? It's not the same. It's weird. It's not the same as what's up here. It's weird. Because uh, this little... is insulation. Here, you know, you're not releasing heat really from here like you do up here. So with all that hair, well, it's kind of keeping That's a beautiful, disastrous, fun fact we just had there. Yeah, there we go. Right. <laughs> it, it, it actually does warm in the winter and cool in the summer. It's insane. I did, I had a guy with a super like duper fucking Merlin style beard tell me that, and um, that's sure shit. Yeah. There you go. 
So she goes to find Mama, who is uh, a renowned, apparently 100-year-old voodoo priestess. Yep. Yeah. She's been off her game for a little while, like, hasn't been doing much. But she finds her at the Hill Estate, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, old, cobwebby, giant shit mansion in the middle of the freaking broken bayou. shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hooks up with her, like, hey, my man was killed. I want revenge. Yeah. Yep. And yep. I know you can help me. I need your you powers. You got the connections. Yep. I, I need your powers. So, Mama takes her out on the grounds somewhere. Yeah, just randomly <laughs> through the jungle. And this is the one thing we've brought up a couple times is whenever they're in the woods, I guess the uh, sound guys thought it'd be just fun just to record sounds from a Brazilian jungle or somewhere else because I fucking hear monkeys and goddamn... <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's monkeys swinging All kinds of, like, deep forest jungle sounds and, like, they're just going through a few trees. I mean, there's crocodiles or alligators and there's snakes, but still, the sound does not sound like the no. jungles of Louisiana, they right? They either were ripping off, like, National Geographic specials <laughs> or they had a sound they... engineer go to the freaking zoo I'm and just, just saying, like, there are monkey sounds a... throughout the time they're in the woods. I'm like... I don't think there's any fucking monkeys up there, right? They just stuck a boom mic in yeah. the monkey cage, waving it at him. Oh, no, I think they just stole it from another fucking movie. They're like, all right, yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Oh, man. And there's, there's, so at that point, they're walking through the woods, and they walk up to this ramshackle, what do you call that? Uh, graveyard? No, uh, uh, it's a graveyard, but there's a uh, mantle. Not mantle, but um, you know, it's got the two machetes and everything, and that's oh. what they... Oh, yeah. It almost looks like an altar. Altar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a ramshackled altar. That's what it was. Yeah. And uh, pray for, uh, what? Oh, Oh, you talking about Baron? There you go. Oh, Baron. Well, I'm going to call him Baron Zombie because. Zombie. Well, Zombie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they call him. That's what the heart is. So yes. yeah, it's it's Baron Samedi, but like they pronounce no. it Samdi. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna say Zombie because come on, so you can, who does he? What does he control? Zombie. Zombie. Yeah. He's a Baron. Zombie. There you yeah. go. And uh, there you go. Definitely the most over the top character. Oh, world. he's so awesome. I I'm sorry. So much. He pops up straight up. She's like, "Hey, I need some shit down. I need I need some shit to happen." He pops up, fucking some smoke. Well, first, Mama. Voodoo priest is like, you need to offer some shit. She's like, all right, I got this fucking ring. They're like, you see a little bit of smoke, like, eh, enough. And she's like, you got to offer some more shit. Finally, she starts offering up. Smoke pops up. There you see Baron Zombie. Mm-hmm. Fucking top hat, gold teeth, looking fucking badass. And he's like, all right, what's going to happen here? Yeah. She's like, I need some motherfuckers killed. Yep. So he's like, all right, what, what are you willing? And she's like, I'll, I'll fucking whatever. I'll, I'll give you my soul. Kid. I don't yeah. give a shit. I want some motherfuckers dead. <laughs> and, she, and he's like, so, oh, what's good is your soul. <laughs> so, he, he, so he hits whatever button he needs to hit to wake up some motherfuckers. Next thing you know, zombies are coming out of the ground, like straight up old school. Oh, oh, no. I wouldn't say so much they're coming out of the ground. They're they're moving away the dust. And yeah. They're, they're not very deep. One thing we didn't notice, yes. Uh, a, a plethora of pine needles over top of the grave sites <laughs> as they're called up and just kind of brush the pine needles away and go, all right, well, we're awake now. Yes. Like, all right, cool. It's like, that's some shallow-ass graves, man. And again, I, I'll kind of describe, um, as they come out of the ground, their eyes, like, if anybody's ever gone tanning before, the little covered things you put over your eyes... It looks like they took those and then just kind of glued them to their face and then put on, like, some kind of dead makeup. Basically, yeah. yeah I really want to know how the hell they got in to stay there. Because the scenes with the zombies oh. moving forward aren't short. Like, they, 
You see a lot of them. Oh, they glue the shit out of them. Those motherfuckers walk around blind. And they clearly paint them silver or something too. Like, yeah, because they're like crazy. bulging eyes, but yeah. there's no pupil. It yeah. looked, like, yeah, look, I, I none of those actors could see what the hell they were doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, saying, I, I'm, I'm sure. Of it. Every time they start walking the machete, like straight, straight, five steps and stop. Nobody's gonna cut each other during this film. I'm pretty sure they just took a knife and cut a ping pong ball in half, spray painted <laughs> silver, and then put some spirit gum on that shit, and that was it. Yeah, fair. That, but know. the makeup actually for the time looked pretty good. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I I think it's better than some of the lesser Fulci zombie <laughs> flicks. Yeah, to be like, careful, careful. Well, no, the lesser uh, ones. The lesser I know. Ones. I know. Yeah. Um, and I got, like I was saying, it's uh, it definitely seems like an ode to the traditional Haitian style zombie so it's not going to be like the American zombie or the Romero zombie or or Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead as it, as it evolved so it's yeah. a thing in 70s so by that point you really had like rotted zombies and so on and right. so forth this really kept it where it was just like gray bloodless corpse look you know and they kept them covering the cobwebs which I really thought was fucking rad the entire time I don't cool. know. I kind of had a problem with that. They're just like literally everywhere they go, they have cobwebs. It's almost like they had to put new cobwebs on oh, they themselves. Because totally. I mean, they're like hiding in shit. They pop up cobwebs on them. I'm yeah, like, they're interacting with people. After a while, like... this shit kind of falling off. But like, do they have a spare supply of cobwebs in their pocket? Like, all right, shit. Before we kill someone, cobwebs on. There you go. Well, so. we should just tell Mike that there's just spiders on hand <laughs> in this movie to to keep them cobwebbed up. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> But uh, yes, she, Mama raises Baron Zombie, mm-hmm. Zombie, and uh, he also, has the best like line where he's just like, "Arise!" So no. over the top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What I also appreciate is you know you, you wake up your zombie army, you gotta supply them. These motherfuckers though, not only do you get the you know undead um, henchmen, they came out of the graves with fucking machete in hand. Oh, yeah. Which is great, because, you know, you don't have to go to the store and fucking get, like, ten machetes for your zombie army. They're already machete-ready. That's perfect. That's what you need, all right? Yeah. Ready to go zombie army. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. I'm saying, you don't have to go to the hardware store, like, Could- I need ten, right, eleven machetes. <laughs> like, considering that they were uh, from, what, Guyana? Uh, Ghana. Ga- 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 no, Guyana. Uh, Ghana. Whatever. <laughs> they they, they came over on the slave boats. They died of fever on the boats. And they got buried in this like bayou area, very shallowly, with machetes. Yeah, yeah you're not buried. <laughs> and this is over a hundred years earlier. Yeah, you know, like yeah. well over. You know, but, but this they, like, that's not. They look. They probably do. I mean, this Baron guy. This isn't the first time someone's been like, "Hey, I true. need zombies to fuck up shit." So probably originally they were killing them without stuff, and then when they went back down to rest, he probably was like, "Here." These work really well. Just put in your hand and lay back in the grave. So you have for next time. Like, I think the Baron could probably hit up, you know, whatever, like, a, you know. He's, he's done store. this before. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why he was like, I ain't doing all this work to bury them six feet under. Yeah. I'm just going to cover with pine needles. <laughs> pine needles. You don't see shit. Don't worry about it. Ain't that's nobody going to come looking for, for yeah, bodies that's what it in, is. The, in the bayou. The Baron's a lazy motherfucker. <laughs> That's a good point, though. And the alligators are probably smart enough n- to know not to fuck with them. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's probably not good. That's dead meat. Yeah, yeah they wouldn't like that. Probably, probably didn't taste good. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, the very next scene after she raises her army, which is super fun, then we see uh, we're suddenly in the port. Yep, just yeah. go right to the port. Right in the port of wherever, you know, big, big ships, people getting work, and these mob guys, these gangsters, are getting people... To pay them so they can have a day's work. Which so is bullshit. It's like yeah. a down payment. Like, I got to give you 20 bucks so I can make 
80. You know, Which, some bullshit. I just want to say real quick, because we talked about it, but so the first guy's like, what do you have? And the guy's like, well, what do you have? And he cans some money, and he's like, all right, you can do this. And then there's this, like, five guys, and the guy's standing tall, and he's like, why am I, I'm not going to pay you to fucking work. And the main henchman guy, punch in the face, immediately after the guy's like, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was like, the guy's like, man, we don't, we don't want to pay to work. Yeah. And, and like, he, the guy started, I was like, okay, walked away, and he, and he said something else over again, the guy looked back and said, what? And he's like, no, yeah, nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he stood up to the guy for like .3 seconds. The guy slaps him pretty much, yeah. and he's like, I'm sorry, sir, I'll do what you want. I'm like, well, that's kind of a bitch move, man. Sorry. Yeah. Bitch. yeah. <laughs> like, I was like waiting for, like, in trade places, like, he was going to say something, and the guy next to me was like, yeah. But no, none of his <laughs> friends would do that. They wouldn't back yeah. him up at all. No. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why he, he, he turned a little bitch. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, very next scene... It's uh, it's the dude, the first guy that gets killed. Uh, what henchman. The f- I'll just what's it tank. called? Tank. Tank. Tank the henchman. Yes. Tank. First of many henchmen to die. Yeah. But he's counting his money and he just starts walking through this warehouse out at the docks. He hears a little chain rattling. Hey, who's that? Who's that? What the fuck? Lo and behold, there's sugar. There's all sugar. Her white bodysuit glory. And she has a great line. I'm gonna read it. Oh, here we go. Mm. And he says some shit. Who the fuck? What? I'm not accusing you, you honk. Yeah. I'm passing sentence. Bam. What? <laughs> and he's like, what? And the fucking zombies come out and hack him to pieces. We didn't really yeah. see what happened at the time. It's not till after, after that. Right. Yeah. They find the head. Well, what's funny is, uh, yeah, apparently the police department, um, they just have one dude with a camera who takes like two shots while they hold the, uh, the you know, blanket of the de- yeah. cover of the dead body. And they're like, oh, well, there's not much there. and But they won't show us anything. Then we get back into the warehouse and there's henchman Tank's head to sit in there by itself. His yeah. head got decapitated. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, bodies in two different places. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. And, yeah, so the ex-boyfriend of Sugar Hill, who is the lieutenant, he's one of the homicide detectives, right? Mm-hmm. He's investigating this. He's like, this is fishy. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, weird, yeah. yeah. Well, then he gets told about the dead skin and all that at this point, too. Which, <laughs> the scientist says, it's kind of weird. He's like, what's weird about it? He's like, well, you got, like, dead skin, so, like, here, but not, like, normal dead skin cells, like, Dead to dead skins. He's in the detective's like, What do you mean by dead? And you're like, Oh man, is this, is this whole scene gonna take like another 10 minutes for the scientist <laughs> explain to the detective what dead means? But finally, he's like, Whoa, that's some weird shit. How do you explain that? And the scientist's like, You don't. I can't explain it. Well, he said, this, You said it. Yeah. He's like, So, like, they're dead? Yeah. yeah. He's like, You said it. Because he's got a scientist. So he's like, Oh, I'm not, taking, I'm not saying this shit. You said it. You said voodoo first. <laughs> And the very next scene, we've got one of the other henchmen, O'Brien. Yep. Oh. Who, wait, wait. Go ahead. You missed uh, one of the scenes where... Oh, the interstitial. Well, I was going to say where she goes to... Uh, Sugar goes to talk to uh, Morgan, the That's head boss right. man. Absolutely. And Morgan's racist-ass girlfriend throwing out... Celeste. Some, yeah. yeah. Selling out some... But pretty much she shows up there and Morgan's like, you know, I want to buy the club. And she's like, well, I'll think about it. But, you know, pretty much she's like, you're a fucking prick. But <laughs> Celeste, his girlfriend, Celeste, is just talking mad shit. 
Oh, yeah. Mad racist shit. Seriously. You're like, bitch. yeah. Would you like a cup of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't getting no. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then, and then after, hey. after Sugar leaves, then, like, he's pretty much like, eh, you're a piece of shit. Like, he pretty much talks to tell his girlfriend, like, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah. You could use some class. I don't know what it is. So the got, next but... scene is Sugar's back at the club and Celeste shows up. Yeah. To start some shit. Oh, that's right. And we get catfight. 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 Oh, yeah. Remember at the end, uh, Sugar just takes the giant thing of sugar for the margaritas and just dumps it on her? Well, before that, the bar- I noticed... So, it's just Sugar there, their bartender, and then Celeste. They start fighting. The bartender, not blinking a bit. He's just watching this shit happen, almost like he's saying to himself, fucking catfight. Yeah. Fucking catfight. Catfight. Yeah, catfight. Let him sort it uh, out. I mean, like they he, fucking, there's a broken bottle. She's trying oh, to kill yeah, her. That's right. Yeah, okay. it's not the like the bartender never does anything till the very end. He hands sugar the 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 whole thing of and that's the only thing her. he did. He's her his her employee. <laughs> it does shit. He's her employee. She tries. He could be stabbed to death. He's like, oh, broken ass, big ass bottle. No, the only thing's like, well, let's see what's gonna happen here. He, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what's come on. Come on. Yeah. We all know what's going through his head. Yeah. I want to see some titties out and fighting. All right? Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. That would have been the perfect time. If there was to be a titty to fall out, <laughs> that would have been the time. Yeah, yeah, that's when true. I realized this movie was not rated R, yeah, sadly enough. At that moment. Yeah. Just wanted to use me to start playing. And at that moment, I realized am I. <laughs> now, henchman number two. Yes. O'Brien. Eyebrows McGee. Eyebrows. <laughs> That's right. Motherfucker has some huge fucking eyebrows. Goddamn caterpillars on his he head. He is led like a lamb to the slaughter because he basically rolls up on a. Uh, there's a taxi out, and it's Baron Samdi in a taxi with like a taxi hat on. And he's like, "Hey, Massa, whatever he said." You know, yeah, he didn't say it like that. He's like, "Oh, he's here." I'm like, "God damn!" Well, he learned because in the first henchman's death. Um, Baron was just kind of in the background, like smoking next to the non-smoking sign, but wasn't really interactive. Right. This, this next one, he wants to be full in on this scheme. So. He's facilitating, man. Yeah. He's like, Boss Morgan wants to see you. Come on. And dude just gets in the cab, and he gets let out to the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude. And he's like, walk through this like heavy brush area with no trail. Your boss is way down there. And the guy's like, what is well, this? this makes, I guess this makes sense. Like, no, you're he's trying like, to fucking die, dude. It's right through this shack door. <laughs> yeah. Opens it up, there's a zombie. He gets taken and led to the pigsty where, of course, Sugar is so hanging good. out talking oh. some mad shit. Oh, dude, yeah. like, one of the greatest lines I think she said is one of them. There, there, are, there were a couple. There's the very last line of that scene that's really good. But before that, she was like, these pigs haven't eaten for a week. I guess you could say they're righteously hungry. I'm like, I fucking, I like that. Yeah. Righteously hungry. And right Damn. when they toss them in, she goes, I hope they like white trash. Boom. Bam. Bam. Boom. Take that hawking. That's right. That was, that was fucking great. The, the one-liners in this are on point. They are. And they toss his ass over the top into the pig, and he gets eaten. It'd be nice to have seen some of that. That would have um, been great. That, that's the Radar movie. Yeah. 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 The, the PG-13, you hear the screaming, you see the hungry pigs, and there you go. So yeah. That's got to be a, one of the worst ways to die. Yep. It, we just said we said earlier when we saw that the alligators coming out of the swamp early on in the movie, that literally has to be the worst, like one of the worst ways to die, if not the worst, to be eaten by something. Now, now the, movie, fuck. the movie's not good, but if you remember Hannibal, Hannibal that's how oh. Gary Oldman's 
character fucking dies is gets tossed in from his wheelchair into yeah. the whole thing of uh, hungry pigs. He's getting this guy over. That makeup was on point. Yeah, but that also really sucked because you're he's a, a quadruple. You're a quadru- done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the scariest part about the head gangster in Snatch. Yeah, is that he was legit would just feed his his enemies and people that like vexed him. Two yeah. pigs. Yeah. He had a pig farm for that reason. And it like, all Dude. started with this movie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's they were all way. inspired by Sugar Hill. That's mm-hmm. a hard way to go. Yep. So uh, let's see. So in between each of these henchmen getting killed, there's basically a sequence in Boss Morgan's like pad. Where he's just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And like he's got less and less dudes each time. <laughs> yes. And so then he's he, he's talking shit and disrespecting uh Celeste, the only girl that wants to pay him any mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and like, then she'll say something kind of fucked up and he's like, You don't fucking exist. You're a piece of shit. Like so like she's the only one kind of trying to comfort him and he's like, Fuck off, you're nothing. Yeah, dude, she's she's all about it, man. She's like, Let me let me relax you. He's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want, dude? <laughs> he wants anything with the letter M. As we pointed out, in his house, there's giant M's everywhere. Right. Like he's a fucking Bond henchman where it's like, <laughs> I'm M. And he's smoking Marlboro cigarettes and fucking wants his McDonald's. It's all M's. It's all M's. Well, apparently he loves he, money. Like, he loves yeah. money. He only has eyes for sugar, though. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. But he's still a dick to her, too. Yeah. He's not as big of a dick. Yeah. As he is to Celeste. But, uh, yeah, so we have that, that scene in between, and then um, we get the next guy. Georgie. <laughs> this, Georgie. this death was Georgie. awesome. <laughs> and was he... He's the one with the voodoo doll that I'm, that I'm thinking yes, of, Yes, right? but he was one of the guys, he had that really stupid haircut. Yes. You're going to have to be more specific. No, like, but, really yeah. stupid. He, yeah, was no. one, he was one of the guys that wasn't actually doing the beat down in the beginning. Right. No, he was not. Mm-mm. And uh, he goes into, like, he goes asking questions in this little bar. And there's yeah. an old piano player dude. No, no, no. You're, no. That's we're skipping over one. Yeah. Yeah, that's George henchman e. number four. George, the, the henchman number three, is the one where he rolls up into her house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like... He was one of the guys that... Yeah, that and he beat. gets grabbed yeah. by the zombies, and then she has him sit down and has the voodoo doll of him. Yes. And she's like, now you know what voodoo doll means. And he's like, it don't mean shit. She's like, well, we're going to set this thing on fire, so you have a choice. You could either watch your voodoo doll get caught on fire or stab yourself. Which, yeah, so what was it? So no, she didn't... The, the zombies didn't get him up there. She she let him up there with a sweet promise of possibly some pussy. Yes, right. she was, yeah, seducing his ass. Seducing his ass. And then when she gets there, he freaks out. He's like, I don't like any of this shit. Yeah, then, like, it was uh, um, Baron Sometti. Is that how you're pronouncing it? Sometti. Zombie. 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 Come Baron on. Zombie who popped up when he was, like, had the gun on her and then made him sit his ass down. Okay, yeah. And then he's like, she was just like, when that voodoo <laughs> dog catches on fire, you will stab yourself. Yeah. And then the whole time, the zombies do start walking behind him, and he's just like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No. Like, the whole time. Very, like, no. And then very dramatic, arm as high as possible, and then stab it to get that really good gut shot. Yeah. 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 So, and we have to establish that almost all these guys try to shoot either the Baron or the zombies. Love it. When they, when they shoot the Baron, he laughs every time. He's yeah. just like, that's tickles. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> I love his laugh. It's a giant bellow. He's 
and also he has the best grill oh, ever yeah, yeah. I've yes. ever seen. Original gold. That's right. I mean, Takashi Six Nine ain't got nothing on that. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm saying. It's like straight gold. It's kind of sharp with the with the incisors. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. it's it's awesome. Now we get to Henchman Four, that's... who goes into the bar and is being a fucking dick. To the drunk piano player. Yeah. And no, for no, no reason. Yeah. No reason at all. He's just like, I want some. No, I want to know some shit. And then the dude's like, what? And then he just slams his fucking hands. Like, Better find out, you fucking prick. And of course, the Baron is the bartender. Yep. Yeah. He loves to play these roles. With that pink drink. <laughs> oh, he gave him the pink drink. The yep. purple drink. Yeah, the purple, purple drink. drink. The purple, purple drink. drink. Let me get you my purple got some, drink. I got some of my special purple drink. <laughs> All right, he said Lowdown said first, so I'm allowed to yeah, just repeat fine. what he said. So, all right, um, <laughs> but um, and the dude's like, "Fuck your drink, fuck this, everything like that," and then immediately the fucking zombies show up, and he turns into a five year old the minute he gets grabbed. Because you remember they got yeah. the fucking machetes next to him, and he is crying like a little. Bitch, like well, he, yeah. is, he has a five year old's haircut. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He, he looked like the kid from The Shining. <laughs> Just saying, I don't haircut. like this. I don't like this one bit. And yeah. then she, and now she does bust out some fucking voodoo doll shit because yep. she takes the voodoo doll. She's like, fuck yourself. Just Boop. cuts the voodoo doll. And he was like, I wasn't even there, man. I wasn't even there. Yeah. She gets a straight razor and just like Bam. does one slash, and I guess it like sliced his head neck open mm-hmm. and he dies we guess because again <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's just blood, blood and then oh, yeah terrible yeah, blood. yeah and at this point the detective's like yeah this look at all this crazy shit going on it's fucking you gotta tell me something man if you saw it and he's like piano man's like i don't know which was awesome yeah he comes <laughs> afterwards he's like what did you see and the piano guy's like i'm shit man you better fucking and it's obvious either he is actually shit faced or pretend to be shit faced, but the best alibi you can have. I don't fucking know shit, man. You see it? He's just slurring out words. The detective's like, well, dead end again. If I just saw that shit, I'd be <laughs> drunk too. Oh, I'd be drunk as fuck. I'd be like, no. But do you know? Do you, are you sure? Because it was one or the other. Either he was, he looked like he could have been either way, pretending or shit faced. Well, he did seem to mention that if. I told you what I saw, you wouldn't believe me. Yep. Yeah. Sort of thing. And this is when the detective decides that he's got to go to the Museum of Voodoo <laughs> to, like, this, like, curator guy that he's apparently known for some time. Mm-hmm. Back we, when... We, we learn the advantages of the modern times when it comes to the internet. Because the detective has suspicions of voodoo shit. Yeah. He can't just look it up. He's got to go to the fucking museum, and he asks the head main guy of the museum, he's like, can you tell me some shit? And the, the guy points to the fucking fuck ton of books. He's like, well, start reading up, motherfucker. There you go. It's yeah. right down there. Yeah, yeah. There's only like 300 volumes. Yeah, exactly. And today, all his answer, all shit could be fucking answered in a 10-minute Google search. But yep. back then, he's like, nope. start reading up, bitch. Yeah, they, yeah don't have computers. they don't have computers in their pocket like we do. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, but now now he's uh, he's definitely he's on that voodoo like kick. What's that I, epic two day scene of him reading books on voodoo? Yeah, yeah. It's like the Morgan Freeman dark <laughs> dark lit scene from Seven. To say. Yeah, <laughs> but much less po- uh, less of a point of it. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, because he gets the inform- he reads all those books, mind you, doesn't really learn much of anything, and then figures out that 
the uh, voodoo priest's house he's yeah. been before. Which, if he just asked the museum guy at the beginning, does he know anybody that practices voodoo? He would have had to read all those fucking books. That's no true. Shit. He went all those days to read all those books and like, oh, now I know more shit. But it didn't fucking matter. If he just asked the dude at the beginning, hey, do you know anybody that like practices voodoo? The guy's like, oh yeah, that that old crazy chick down, you know, that's like 100 years old. <laughs> Whoops. Not the best detective. I'm going to call it not the best detective. No, yeah. no, not, not so much. And his whole point was that, uh, well, I have to have hard evidence that I can bring to my boss, otherwise he'll never believe me. He'll never believe you. Yeah, exactly. His boss is white, too. So, like, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, Johnson. I don't believe you. (laughs) So, we get into... um, Smoking Cigar McGee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The old old man henchman who... So, like, Morgan and uh, Sugar Sugar. made a a deal to buy the nightclub. Yep. For an extra extra 10 grand on top. On top. Tax-free, you know. So, they sent, like, one of his two last henchmen... At this yeah, point, to give her the money. He's running out of henchmen left and right. He shows up, and uh, that's the chicken foot one. Yeah, the rooster, le- the fucking, rooster foot, oh, where you see a rooster so foot just kind of hovering, <laughs> and then it crawls on him, and then crawls up. I thought he was gonna get killed by it. That and it jumps rad. towards his neck, and he's like so holding it to his neck. He's like, no, and he throws it down. That was a missed opportunity. Which I think it was. I'll be honest, I, for my sake. I wish that's how he died. That was, <laughs> yes. that was a missed opportunity. Well, not only that, but the way he died. Fuck that noise. Fuck that yeah, noise. So we're going to get into... Uh, 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 he actually died was there was a coffin full of a fuck no. ton of snakes. And he kind of... I'm not a fan of snakes. Cringed uh, up in a little fetal position. Was it just like one or two? Like There's 15, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they just fucking throw him in and go, die, bitch, and lock that shit, and, oh. You and Indiana Jones, man, would not have dealt uh, well with that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Indiana Jones would still power through. Hunter, not Fuck so much. that, yeah, no, Oof. no. Not so much. No, I would have. Yeah, the I, zombies picked his ass up and tossed him in there. That was the worst. I would have died, I would rather die by the fucking, you know, possessed rooster foot than fucking <laughs> getting put in that shit with that all was, the snakes. The movie was already <laughs> insane. Like, it would have just been... A, it was a missed opportunity. I'd just <laughs> yeah. stab him in the fucking throat with a chicken foot. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, so, this is... So, after this, this is when the um, the police detective gets a little too close. Yeah, because he shows up and he's like... That's right, because he shows up to Mama voodoo priest's house yeah. yeah where there's the baron pretending to be a landscaper yeah. cutting some shit down and he's asking all these questions and baron's like those assholes getting in the way we don't like this shit we're gonna have to do something and sugar's like he's a friend yeah we're not killing him, kill him. yep kill him. just make him look really he stupid <laughs> Baron's it was just like oh so sad. I know it's like um, no no killing him no kill, he's like oh no kill kill but you can make him look stupid and just take him out <laughs> so Baron they take a voodoo doll and just stab him in the leg and as the detective's going down the stairs in comic relief tobbles down while he's trying to smoke light a cigarette <laughs> whatever so can we talk about the money clearly the money grab for that because as he's falling they do it they kind of like slow-mo it a little bit and you just see him with a pack of cigarettes and marlboro clearly just falling yeah. through the seat not my delicious marlboro <laughs> cigarettes <laughs> man yeah. yeah like the one, player, one, yeah. one person that helped fund the uh the movie was marlboro. probably yeah. now i will say healthcare is a huge concern wherever they live because 
he fell down the stairs. It looks like he's probably his legs broken. She goes visit him in the hospital. Motherfucker has <laughs> a fucking room. Like it's a, it's his legs broken, right? But they're like, we're just gonna give you a hospital room. Yep. And a motorized wheelchair, which this is the seventies. That's some really expensive shit. Hey, hell yeah, for a. We don't even know if his legs broken. It looks like it's not even. It doesn't have a cast on it. Just they bandaged it up. Yeah, so the motherfucker so gets a room and a motorized wheelchair. Yeah, he didn't even have a cast on. No, he, yeah, right, that's he what I'm saying. He gets all this shit because he fell down the stairs. I'm like, wow, I guess it's good to be a police detective in there. Like, no, it's really not that bad. Like, no, stay in the room. Here, we'll give you a wheelchair. Not one you have to even. You can we just little switch, <laughs> little tile switch. You can go everywhere. And now it's like literally, you go in something broken. They set it, and then like you leave. It's an in and out thing. Give you a couple hours when you break a bone. You don't stay overnight. Well, I'll tell you, man. Seventies uh, healthcare in Louisiana, fucking awesome. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, no shit. All I gotta say, dude. I mean, I wish it was. We had it that good. No shit. <laughs> All right, so now go back to Louisiana in the seventies. Last henchman. Mm-hmm. All right, yes, yeah. This was the one brother of the kind of. I want to. I don't want to say the token, but he was treated that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. He was. And, you mean uh, in the first scene when they're in the uh, main guy's house and he's cleaning the guy's shoes? I'll make an honest out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, like whoa. Harsh. Harsh. Yeah. Harsh. But uh, yeah, he's the last one at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, he's stressed the fuck out because all of his buddies are fucking dying. He's got to yeah. be the one to bring it in. You got to yeah. bring it home, man. Yeah. So he, he needs a massage. He does. Yeah. He needs a massage, but he's there to greet him at the parlor. Oh, the Baron, fucking Baron. He's like, right. oh god, oh your regular masseuse is fucking. She's out of town. I got you somebody special for you. And then he does his Baron laugh as he does. That's what he does. <laughs> Which, by the way, you know what I don't want when I'm scheduling a massage appointment that the dude like, oh your regular person's gone. There's somebody new, and then just start. Dastardly laughing, <laughs> right? You know what's not gonna put me at ease? The dastardly laughing, yeah. yeah oh, no. we've got someone special for you. <laughs> uh, what? Um, uh, maybe I'll come back in a couple of days. Fuck that noise. Sugar had previously paid off his regular to not be there, so mm. she would be the one there. And of course, he's already down, face down on the table, and she's kind of giving him a little rubbing. She's talking with a different accent, so he's not recognizing. And then kind she's, of, kind of, yeah, a little, in and out. a little more southern, a little in and out with the accent. Not always staying consistent, but enough. He can relax. He doesn't give a fuck. But she upsells him on uh, what if I bring a couple other girls in here to really kind of take care of you? Group rate, group rate, group rate. <laughs> Damn right. And he's like, you know, I think I could go for that. Yep. And she, uh, she hangs back as the zombie women <laughs> come in. And then they just start scratching his back. And, if, and he's like, whoa, your nails are kind of bothering me. Whoa, that shit fucking you're hurts. Doing, yeah. Doing. <laughs> There's something cold about your touch. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, not turning around, but this shit's starting to really hurt. And then eventually he turns around and goes, oh. There's like five of them, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's like five of them. They all crowd in and strangle his ass to death. Yep. Ugh. He died with his dick all hard. Ugh. That's a bad way to go, dude. Dude, yes. seriously. It's like seriously. bad way to go. One thing we haven't learned, uh, we learned from clerks was you don't want to get caught no. out with a giant erection. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so that's it. Final henchman, gone and done. So That was a lame death, though. It was like barely choked because they didn't even have their hands like under his yeah. like, into, her, into his throat. Well, they were choking something else. No. Anyhow. Uh... <laughs> no! 
Again, rated R. He could have broke that off and could have blended it. See, that would have been so much better. God damn, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that would be pretty fucked up, though. <laughs> so, yeah, Boss Morgan is, is super pissed off. All his dudes are gone. And then he gets a phone call. And Sugar is like, hey, you tried to jip me out of this uh, $10,000. Guess what? The deal's off. You can come out and let's let's do this. Yeah. Fuck you. You want your money. We're done. You want, yeah. So he comes out, and the only one he has left is... The girl, Celeste, that he has mistreated through the entire movie. And it's like, you're coming with me. Oh you're coming yeah. with me. And they drive out there, and he's he, he means business. Yep. He, he's, he's well, he pulls up, and almost just like a Scooby-Doo moment, she's looking at him through the window and waves at him like, come on in, get me, I'm in the house. Or like Home Alone or something. Yeah, like, yeah. come on in here, I'm right here. Like, she waves at him. He's like, oh, that bitch. And he gets out of the car all riled up and shit. He's like, come on, Celeste. She's like, nope. Yeah, she's like, I understand this. This is not this is this is what we call a trap. Okay, you're a dumb motherfucker, but you go do your shit. I'll stay in the car. I'll stay in the car. Yeah, I'll yeah. roll the window up. I've watched enough Scooby Doo episodes and shit like that to see when it's obvious. All right. So he rolls into the house. He's got his revolver. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get this bitch. I'm gonna get her. Mm. He starts rolling through the house, and you see a shadow of a zombie. He doesn't notice. And he kind of rolls around a few corners, sees one, like, what the fuck? He starts going the other way. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And uh, the zombies just all converge, and he ends up jumping his ass through a fucking window. Before that, he ended up downstairs and saw the table of all his henchmen. That's that, right. That's, that's where, where it was. Yes. That's where Sugar makes her grand entrance with the lantern, like, you know... Hey, like, yeah, <laughs> the henchman tank, uh, they reattach his head. I was yeah, kind of happy yeah. for him. I'm like, hey, you yeah, got your head back on. Yeah. I mean, you're dead, but you got your head back. Yay, yeah. high five. I almost kind of wish that we had the scene in the movie where she goes with Baron to the morgue where all the bodies are. <laughs> just, and like, just like, all right, you're all, all coming right, with me. Up, raise them from the dead, put the head back on, let's go. Yeah, that would be cool. Just see, like, Tank's body get up and just grab his head, like, we'll attach it later. Just come on. But it was, that was a good reveal because. That's when he knows the horror of the situation. Yeah, he's fucked. Because he's like, all my dudes are right there. They're all dead. She did this. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yep. And uh, was it Swan a cat that like jumps on his head? Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's what the, made him go through the window. It's a yeah. black it's cat. cat fucking jumps on him. And he's like, fuck cat. And then jumps <laughs> through the window. It was the cat that scared him the it most. Was. It was the yeah. cat. Not the zombies. Not his... <laughs> dead henchman the fucking cat well that that's just like the tip of the iceberg that yeah. was the last thing that was like what the fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> so that cat's feeling really fucking stoked like yeah I, I fucking made that motherfucker oh, go through uh, a window yeah like a voodoo ninja cat jumps yeah. out from nowhere <laughs> that's the last straw man yeah. you're, you're running and he runs through that window and out and he's just booking through the freaking jungle with the sounds with the sounds, the sounds. And yep, yeah, the, the Brazilian yeah. rainforest sounds and Louisiana <laughs> sounds, yes. Yes, indeed. And he is he's just booking it, and he ends up uh, in the area where the altar in the cemetery was, and there's a little uh, bridge, l- l- like wood bridge over a bog mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. something, you know, some swampy area. And he gets up on there, and I, I don't even know what scares his ass. Is uh, another zombie came out on the other end. He another like, zombie came out? Ah! And then he just fell. And he yeah, falls <laughs> into into the liquid, which seemed really wet, but it's supposed to be quicksand. Supposed to be. Yeah. And it looks a little better in like the, the second or third shot. And it looks like oatmeal. His yeah. ass <laughs> drowns. He fell into a vat of oatmeal. Yeah. 
his ass drowns in quicksand. He's pleading for his life. Please help me. Please help me. And she's just like, bitch. You're they set die. it up, though, because she's holding a torch. And I was so sure she was just going to set his ass on fire. Because she was like, he's going to die the longest. He's going to have the most excruciating pain. He's he did, the one. He did have, like, getting scared longer. Like, he dealt with a lot more. Yeah, I still thought it. he was going to be set on fire. I was, yeah, yeah, a lot of things. but Yeah. You know. He died in Obi all right? Whatever. Yeah, I mean. I'd take drowning over eaten by pigs, personally. Yes. But yeah. yes. drowning in quicksand, that, that sucks too. Yeah. Because you're just gone. Now, <laughs> he did leave somebody in the car. Oh. Who, uh... While, this, while he's running, she's getting... All the women... So all the men's army are, are going after him. And while he's running, she's being attacked and grabbed by the women's zombies. They're so, breaking through the glass in the car. Oh. Once, once main dude's taken out by the quicksand, then Baron's like... All right, sugar. Time to pay up. That's right. The original deal. Yeah. She offered her soul, and he didn't want that. He wanted some ass. Yep. Yep. And this is where <laughs> Celeste has the worst ending of any character in this movie. Yes. Because she gets fucking human sex trafficked <laughs> to Baron Samedi. And the zombies. I don't know if he's just claiming her for herself. He's like, me and, you know, a few of the boys here. Uh, it's been a while. We got to get back in the pine needles in a little bit. So. <laughs> we got to We got to set up our pine needle blanket pretty soon here. So, yeah, she's fucked. That racist bitch has the worst ending of any character. Yep. yep. In the movie. And and you don't feel sorry. Because no. she says so much nasty shit in oh, the yeah. entire movie. No, yep. no. She she was a re- reprehensible character. But damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's harsh. And the movie basically ends with Sugar Hill and Mama next to her just like looking with a smile of satisfaction on her face. And credits roll, and you're just like, damn, that's yeah. it? Oh, oh and that, uh, that, what was it? Voodoo Woman is the name of the song, right? That was a good song. Oh, yeah. That was good. The intro and the outro. Oh, yeah. Supernatural Voodoo Woman by The Originals. Yep. Good stuff. Off the street from Motown Records. Hell, yeah. So. I'm going to have to find that. But, yeah. Stuff. That was some good yeah. shit. Yeah. Happy oh. uh, Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that's the only way that beautiful disasters can really do any kind of black history thing. It's got to <laughs> exactly. be black exploitation. I mean, I don't know what else to do. I mean, what could we do? No, no, that's the. I, I think mean, the perfect way to go about it. I think. I think next year I'm getting. I mean, we already we did Shaq, so we should do P.D. White straw. Oh, definitely. We actually have. Yeah, that's a love story too. It's like so. If it fits everything, because remember, Rudy Moore is uh, forced to go marry the devil's daughter. On yeah. Her. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great idea. We have a guy uh, who reached out to the podcast. Um, he does Goblin Growlers, and he wants to do a Rudy Ray Moore episode. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, there's plenty to choose from. I have them oh, all. Yeah, you, got all <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, you know the one thing. The one thing I have no doubt is that he owns a lot of those. Yeah. Oh, dude, those yeah. vinegar syndrome uh, prints are awesome. If you they those, are great, they look amazing, right? They look so nice and cleaned up. Yeah. Vinegar syndrome, I love you guys. Yeah, awesome. So, good. so uh, what would you pair up with this for a double feature? Because mm. this kind of goes with everything. I mean, it, like, it well, really does, but. Man, I would have to, have to, have to pair it with a Pam Greer movie where there's boobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was the one thing. I don't, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it was the one thing missing from this Black Spotation movie because it was PG. 
which is fine. It was awesome. I really enjoyed Sugar Hill, but yeah, I just got to follow it up with <laughs> like, I did, some I did Pam Greer. Sorry. I love me some Pam Greer. So if I'm going to do that, uh, I think she was in uh, Scream, Blackula Scream, which was the, the, the second Blackula movie. There you go. She's in it. Uh, that there you go. Two horror black exploitation movies. I feel really weird because I've already used this movie on a couple of movies at this point yeah. as my double feature, but by Dynamite, like just oh, use it as watching OG black exploitation and then Black Dynamite right after that. I'm just so mad we didn't get more Black Dynamite. I know. I mean, I know there was like the an- there was an animated thing they did briefly, right? Uh, but I mean, I want sequels for days. Yeah. Michael yeah, Jai White forever. We didn't get any. We should have. Yeah, we definitely. He said, he, he, "Like he's, he, I know he said he he would do more." He had a Kickstarter uh, like a year or two ago for like a a black exploitation spaghetti western, and okay. I don't think it ever happened. Okay. And I'm super sad about that. I know they they had a non black exploitation western that's really good, Posse. I remember that. I remember that. It's not. It's not black exploitation, but it wasn't like an all black western, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I can see what you mean doing a black exploitation western. That'd be fun as shit. So yeah. my double feature. What about you? Um, I, I would stay horror, and I know you wanted to bring in Pam Greer, but like I was immediately thinking I'd go right into the first Blackula. I would. I would just roll right into that because fuck yeah, dude. There you go. It, yeah. It's just I mean, there's not a lot of horror black exploitation either, and I I really enjoy that, so I want to keep the genre in. There's Blackenstein. Oh, there is Blackenstein. <laughs> I have oh, not seen Blackenstein. There is Blackenstein. Oh. I forgot about that. And what's the yeah. uh, what's the black exploitation Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde? Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's a play on the words. But uh, anyway, they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, honestly, I could pair it up with a modern day horror um, just so I could get like actual see some rated R shit and do Tales from the Hood. I, I could do that too. Fuck yeah, dude. That's actually a good one. I would you know, throw that I, in there. I could yeah. do that too. Like it would be one of the two. Like if I want to stay in nostalgic, older black exploitation era, have more fun with it. But if I had, I had a lot of fun in this movie. So if I wanted to go into something like I said, hardcore, where it still got some good jokes, Tales of the a good one to do too. I I, I can't disagree. Yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you know. But um, all right. So we got to wrap this thing up. I think we're running a little long, but we had some serious fun with this movie. This movie was fun. Thank you so we, much. Come on, we had five great. henchmen's deaths. We had to get Go, into. Wait, all right, we we did. We yeah. Did. No, thank uh, thank you both for having me on. That was a that was a glorious movie. I didn't I didn't know what to expect from you because I mean the last one was a just fuck. <laughs> you still oh, so dude. buttered up for that shit. Oh, it was just so bad. And also, I was a huge Stephen King fan. Yeah. So it's just to me, it was like a double whammy. That's true. Yeah. So I was just like, it was Man. like we really did like like hate fuck you for Seriously. like yeah yeah with like barbed wire, <laughs> like, <laughs> terrible. Oh man, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the shadow. This like it is rewatchable. It would just be a nice long gap in between. I will say that. But yeah. It is definitely something I can sure. rewatch. So. No, absolutely. And just to look at Marky Bay as Sugar Hill, mm. I can look at her all day long. Yes. yes. Yes, I can cut. I still want to buy. I want to buy those suits. I want some of those suits, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're available. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can find a shop somewhere that's not yet boarded up on Broad Street downtown. You might be able to find a couple suits like that. That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm already. By the way, we brought it up in the uh, in the episode with Scotty. But what I'm asking some of our panelists to do as we get through the year, when we get to the Halloween time, is uh. Some cosplay as some of the characters of these movies we covered. And I, 
I'm gonna already gonna try to push slow down to be uh, the the Baron. Yeah, I don't need we'll much. To, I need like a sash, yeah. like a jacket, and a top. I just wanna throw that out there real quick. I'm not seeing grills. Just fuck you. All right, you can fake grills, man. You don't have to get actually. You don't have to be that committed, all right? Like metal in my mouth, dude, or plastic. I don't so like that just put it in your mouth. Just take a quick shot. You can okay. take it out, right? Okay. I mean, you don't have to go all post Malone on it, but. So, I haven't decided on a particular movie to inflict on you for schlock abuse all right, for your all next right. one yet. However, I will say that I picked a genre. I want to do one of the cheesy. Italian financed like post apocalyptic barbarian style movies oh, that no. there were a million of in the oh, early God. 80s. There are so many good ones. Yeah. Fred Williamson's in a few of them. <laughs> Sid Haig's in a few of them. All right. I'm going right. to find a good one. So it's going to be something like that uh, for your next uh, schlock abuse. All right. And just to wrap this up, this is, this is posting right before GalaxyCon. Anyone who hears this episode, Come out to GalaxyCon. It is February 28th through March 1st in Richmond, Virginia. Three days we have, from the GUI network, we have six panels at the con. Beautiful Disasters is doing a three-hour panel on Saturday night starting around 8 o'clock. How are we going to fill that time? Oh, well, we are not only doing clips of cheesy sci-fi related genre stuff of a lot of the celebrities at the con, but we are screening none other than... Stuart Gordon's Space Truckers. Yes, that's with right. With some geekified participatory action. Do yourself yeah, a favor. Yeah. If you've never seen Space Truckers, just watch the trailer and then come watch. It's a, it's an experience. That movie it's is... It's so much fun. Yes. I, I, I had the opportunity to meet him at a con in Williamsburg a few years ago, and I got him to sign my copy because, God damn it, I am surprised he did not punch you straight in the face. Of all the stuff he's done, you're like... I'm getting you to sign this oh, one. I, I got him to sign like three, four okay. things. All right. His wife was there and she was really nice too, actually. It, it was. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if that was the only thing you took for him to sign, I, that would be. No, wow. I, I think it was like Robot Jocks and okay. <laughs> Edmund and like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, he's. It, it's mid 90s sci fi schlock. It's awesome. Dennis yes. Hopper, Steven Dorff. It's going to be so much fun. Yes. So, yes, definitely come out and see all the GUI panels at GalaxyCon. Come see us. Come talk to us. Again, rate and review us uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Beautiful Disasters Podcast. Uh, you can reach us, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. What else we got? Just uh, feedback. And if you listen to the podcast, just rate and review us. That's, that's about all Absolutely, I can think of. man. All right, we can't wait to see you at GalaxyCon uh, for Beautiful Disasters. I've been the Groots. F you, Hunter. Hey, Lowdown, thanks for having me again, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. We are back for 2020's GalaxyCon happening February 28th through March 1st in the Richmond Convention Center. And uh, we've got six panels for you this time. We had five last time. We've got six for you this time. Five live recorded podcasts and a Adventures in Podcasting panel as well. The schedule goes February 28th from 5 to 5.50. We've got the Geeks Under the Influence panel. Six to seven on Friday is Smack My Pitch Up. Saturday from 4 to 4.50 is Geek Father. 
And uh, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. is Beautiful Disasters. That's going to be both showing a main feature film and then discussing it afterwards. They're going to be showing Space Truckers and then uh, showing both Space Truckers segments while talking about it and also segments of other films featuring celebrities that are at GalaxyCon. Then Sunday from 4 to 4.50 is Adventures in Podcasting where you can hear stories about our times uh, it, with Geeks Under the Influence doing podcasting, stories from other conventions, stories from recording, and insights, information, uh, helpful clues if, if you are interested in getting into podcasting yourself. Then one of our newest shows, 5.45 to 6.45, is From the Mouths of Madness with my co-host from GUI, Lowdown Brown, and Fuck You, Hunter, as they discuss the favorite kills from horror movies, I believe, is their, uh, is their subject matter. So come out to the GalaxyCon and the Richmond Convention Center, February 28th to March 1st, and enjoy some Geeks Under the Influence live. It's free with uh, paid admission. Find more information at GUIPodcast.com or any of our social medias. We will see you there.